Got in there all the way up to a Super Bowl ring. Definitely a two-knuckler. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think he used his thumb like he was practicing for bowling. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin the show in a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important safety information. Three sheets to the mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators, so listener discretion is advised. When the intro music begins, please take a seat and partake of any carry-on items. This includes bottles, flasks, cans, fine cigars, and skin mags. Okay, let's review. That is F-bombs, earmuffs, get drunk, smoke them if you got them, and send nudes. Anything else? Oh yeah, enjoy the show. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 166 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from the parks to the movies to dining. We'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by two guys that think misappropriating company resources to send a group of tourists back into the Jurassic period is a great idea. Tim? That's a long intro. Really long intro. it's, it's, It's a little wordy. Adam? Misappropriation is fun. It's sure. It, you know what? It is, especially if there's a a, 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 a chance of of, of uh, a temp, temp, temporal difference, which I think means time travel. Temporal disturbance. Disturbance. There's the a force. disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is May the Fourth, but you're not Only getting if Star Claire Wars. Claire your boss. <laughs> oh man. She wore the pants in that family. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, uh, make yourself a raptor cocktail, even though there are no raptors where we're going today. But it's a dinosaur, and let's enjoy the adult side of Dizzy together. I'm going to go out on a, a limb and say neither of you have had a raptor cocktail. I cannot confirm that I have. I think it's sweet. Uh, yes, I, I, I would I say. Think I want to it... say I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Think um, Reggie's Revenge Ugh. with tea. Reggie's yeah. Revenge has Midori in it, though, right? Yes. So yeah, I would have, the, the, yeah. <laughs> There's the other reason why I wouldn't have drank that. <laughs> so, mm. the, the Raptor cocktail, you're looking at an uh, ounce of vodka, a half of an ounce of Bacardi rum, a half an ounce of Midori, a half an ounce of blue curacao, Two ounces of club soda. Soda? Yeah, Shoda? we're going there. We're going soda. Soda? With your shreddy balls. The print, I watched the Princess Bride and it's narrated by Colombo. Show. <laughs> uh, two ounces of club soda and then two ounces of lemon Arizona iced tea. We're, we're throwing the name brand out there, folks. And then you squeeze some more lemon on top of it. A lot of lemon in this. A lot of lemon in it. 
You mix the vodka, the Midori, and the blue curacao in a shaker. You pour it uh, in like a hurricane glass over ice. You add the club soda. You top it off gently with the tea and then a few squirts of uh, lemon juice in there. When you do this, you have this gradient that starts at the bottom and goes to the top, and it's green, and then it gets just like this weird muddled tan color and finishes off brown because no. of the tea. So I guess that's what dinosaurs look like. Ew. Uh, that just sounds weird, and it sounds like it looks weird. I, w I couldn't tell you. It's Midori. I would probably drink it, but that's not saying much. <laughs> I can picture, I can feel my tongue swelling. <laughs> <laughs> There's no peanuts in it. I'm not that kind of allergic to peanuts. I just don't digest them well. Um, oh, Midori actually, like melon actually makes my mouth tingle. <laughs> yeah, so it, it steps Fair away enough. from like this tongue swelling kind <laughs> of reaction. What, what is that Martin Short and Danny Glover movie? Pure Luck, where you get stung by bees and Martin Short oh, yeah. swells yeah, up. up. That's a deep cut, son of a bitch. That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> Pure luck. Uh, so, guys, I mean, I, I asked you earlier, you guys are doing all right. Uh, we are now in the eighth month of the year this week. So, are, are we still okay? I thought it was February 67th. <laughs> it, it, <you, laughs> no, it's January 93rd. <laughs> we have officially reached level five of Jumanji, I think. <laughs> I just want so, it to stop. <laughs> I know. I don't know, though. Actually, I'm kind of thinking, come on, June, what you got at this point? Like, well, May's bringing uh, fucking murder hornets. So. I, I know. That's why I'm like, what do we got in June? Like, a fucking rhinoceros stampede? Rhinoceros I, I, beetles. That's a thing. I'd be, I'd be okay. <laughs> yes. A plague of rhinoceros beetles. I, I would be okay with that. Yeah, but they're mostly harmless rhinoceros beetles. They're kind of cool. I looking. mean, but if it's a plague of them. Like, that's a bad deal. Like, your cars won't run and gets hot. You can't open the windows because everything's covered in rhinoceros beetles. And all they're doing is they're out there crushing coke well, cans. actually, wouldn't it be wild <laughs> elephants running the street if it was Jumanji? Get, hey, <laughs> it's only May, Adam. <laughs> you know what? When this cycle repeats itself, as all things will happen, it's going to be Zathura. And it's yes. going to be a little space travel involved. And we'll have... Uh, Anna's husband. Sven? No, Dax Shepard. No. I think that's his name. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, what are you guys drinking? Adam, uh, you, you've got like your um, fancy tumbler wine glass thing. Looks like a Turbis. Yes, it is actually a Turbis. You, you're drinking out of your TARDIS? What do you I got? I am drinking out of my TARDIS. It's always bigger on the inside. Um... It holds more wine that way. Exactly. Um, I am drinking a white. It's called Kalazoo. It's I'm really liking it. Tim said it was too sweet. It's somewhere in Spain, and oh. that's all I can really tell you about it because the whole bottle is in Spanish. <laughs> you gotta appreciate something that's actually imported. Yes, it is actually imported. There's a stamp with uh, something de origin. And it's a 2019. I like it. So it's, I mean, it's a new wine. It's not like a... No, it's not aged. I mean, it's not a vintage. But it's good. I like it a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Tim, uh, you had a brown bottle. I do have a brown bottle. It's a Trogues 
Haze Charmer Dry Hopped Hazy Pale Ale. One of these days, I gotta find a way to try some trogues. Nate, you gotta visit us. I know. It's one of their newer offerings for this spring. We can even take you to the brewery. I know. And you can hang out with the Sasquatch. I'm okay with just you guys. And the angry elf. Although I am finally friends with Chris Kohler, so that, that happened over the weekend. Oh. <laughs> can hang my hat on that. He accepted my request. Thank you, Chris. But you actually sent the friend request to somebody? No. no. A- a- I was no. just going to a- say, what? Yeah, like, you It showed up as someone you might know, which is ironic because he had sent me a friend request like seven months ago, and I just left it alone. <laughs> and then it went away, and then he pops up as someone you might know. So I said, yeah, I know him. And so, so- he accepted my request. So, so that's the trick, is that you have to show up on your list twice before you oh, actually... Oh, no, no. I, I have so many people on my list. It's absurd. I actually was out in the backyard drinking today and just went ahead and clicked confirm on about four people in a row. Like, I don't even know these, half these people, but whatever. We're friends now. <laughs> so don't post any stupid shit or you're gone. I mean, not really. I mean, I guess I'm gone. I don't know. I got no time for that. Hey, I'm having bottom shelf <laughs> bourbon with a diet soda because That's allegedly it gets you drunker faster. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. That's, that's what the scientific research. <laughs> I, uh, no. No. Okay, well, hey, you know what? Tonight, three sheets to the mouse. We're going to head into the beautiful park. That is Animal Kingdom. And then we're going to take a wrong turn into Dino Land USA. See, that's not fair. Because you're supposed to be defending it. No, no I'm, I'm supposed to be def- defending it. That's there cheating. He's cheating. I'm only talking about Dino Land USA, Adam. Cheater. I'm generalizing. Foul. Now, if you want to go back, we have a previous episode... Uh, where we talked in depth about Dino Land USA, and it's episode number 63. So check back into that. We'll go into a lot of the details and way more in depth about the land as a whole. Uh, all the attractions, uh, the, where you can eat, where you can drink, what you know, characters you can meet. Uh, that's episode 63. But that's not what we're talking about tonight. We're gonna, I just I just want to say that this is a difficult episode for me, so you got to bear with me. Why? I, it, it, everything will come to fruition. Jesus Christ. I don't want to give away the ending right now. Now, Dino Land, um, can, can, can we at least the three of us agree Uh-oh. that... Probably not. It's probably been, as far as Animal Kingdom goes, it's really been kind of left to the wayside. They've been trying things with it. The most recent is pretty much turning it into a character spot, which is basically yeah. what's been going on, and that's where you... Donald's bash, Donald's yeah, birthday it, party it, bash. Because, you know, they figured out that birds were the closest things to dinosaurs that we still have currently, so now Donald is all excited about this and that's how they explain why Donald and his family including Scrooge and Launchpad are all over there 
Well, how do you explain Chip and Dale and Goofy being over there? Of course, there are well, animals. Well, there were there were some mammals because there were some uh, mammalian type of. Well, I mean, I guess they're trying to make that like that's that block of TV shows because it used to be Ducktales and Chippendales Rescue Rangers, and so all I'm missing is my gargoyles. Just saying. <laughs> I want to say they wouldn't fit in Dino Land, but why the fuck not? <laughs> at the, yeah, I was gonna say at this point, you know, I don't know. I, I just I, I I took a step back and thought about this area of the park, and it just it seems like it has just been left to just kind of exist and they've done a few things here and there but like nothing to make it feel like the land it's name. It, it, it has land in the name it is dino land and and i'm not saying we get you know he's you know we gotta get rid of it i mean I, we can't you know the triceratops is is clearly oh, on the God. signage right next that, to a dragon that whole midway section of dino land just so out of place yeah i mean it, this Dino Land is basically the redheaded stepchild of Animal Kingdom, and I should know. I feel like the Imagineers had this idea of this backstory, and someone said, "I like that, run with it," and they ran, but they had to—they they just chased it okay, down a uh, hole. But, but did they really run with it? They—they they ran bought, with toilet paper stuck to the back of their shoes. Because what they, did. they yeah. bought those rides. They bought like there's nothing. There's no. Yes, they themed um um. What is what, what are those things called? A, ra- a roadside mouse? attraction is crazy what it is. I mean, they themed up They themed up. I mean, I kind of like the the big dinosaur. I like that. But it's yeah, the the, the playland area. Yeah, I'm talking about the fossil dig thing. But Gertie and I like the dinosaur dig. I think that's really cool for kids. And it, it's a place to not be in line and to just run around and be a kid. And I, I think. I think every park should have an area like that. I don't think it should be just... I like the idea of the meet and greets. I just... Because, I mean, you couldn't get meet these characters anyplace else for a long time. And I don't know, I... dance parties, extravaganzas everywhere. <laughs> because they have to do something there. It's... Listen... Well, isn't Primeval if... World right now... Seasonal. Uh, seasonal? Because uh, they can't find parts for it anymore because the people who made the attraction went out of business. Uh, you know what? I say keep running it. Ain't like it ain't killed a person before. Yeah, but it hasn't killed a guest yet. That's true. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's what'll make it an e-ticket. Maybe that'll move it up a tier. <laughs> you could <laughs> possibly die. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a thrill ride, yeah. Primeval <laughs> hurl. We're gonna hurl. Yeah, it, it, it well, takes know, a spin on the world. Hurl. We're gonna hurl you out of the cart. Somebody did die on the attraction we're focusing on. Not necessarily on it. Okay. Close enough to it. But <laughs> adjacent. There is some circumstantial <laughs> evidence. Adjacent. <laughs> Death adjacent. <laughs> it is murder adjacent. <laughs> um, well, no, it's like the, I think like in the, the main core, the concept behind Dino Land is this roadside attraction that these, that was created around a dinosaur fossil discovery kind of thing. Yes. The whole, the, and, the backstory is that. Yeah, so, I mean, if they were looking for a roadside attraction around a dinosaur, they, I mean, with that carnival ride that is Primeval World, 
Also, Triceratop Spin is just your gen is a generic carnival ride. With the Midway games, that's about as roadside distraction, I think, as you can get. Does it fit in Disney, though? It doesn't fit in Animal Kingdom. Those Does it fit I anywhere I will, in Disney? I will argue that those games would fit just fine in Storybook Circus. I mean, not necessarily like if they got dinosaur-themed games, but like Midway games would fit in Storybook Circus. Do you think anybody would pay for them? Like, actually pay for the, the money that they're no, asking? because nobody's paying for it. In, I mean, some people are paying for it in Dino Land, but it would, like, it would make more sense and actually lend, I think, itself better to creating a story within Storybook Circus. It would feel more like a Midway, like a carnival. I think if you had barkers, you know, hollering to come knock the bottles down. But again, no, I'm not going to pay that amount of money for a game that anyone with a common sense knows is rigged to the house. Well, I mean, the other issue is, is that you walk into a place like Disney World and most of your attractions, you don't have to pay extra for. True. Like, even if you look at some of the games you can play now, you have the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, you're going to have the DuckTales thing going into Epcot that used to be Kim Possible and Party of the Platypus. Those you don't have to pay extra for. Those are just part of your theme park admission. So now we're playing a theme park game. Now we're asking to pay for a game that you can win a stuffed animal for that's going to cost you 500 bucks. I'm, I'm not defending it. That's your job. Not this area, it isn't. Just one. It's not the whole no. area. No, just I'm just, one. But that's. I think that this conversation kind of defines Dino Land in a nutshell. It it, it had it had promise when they put you know the big dinosaur there with the swinging udders. What we what would you call it? Lactating Gertie. Lactating Gertie. <laughs> and uh, obviously the the Dino Dig site, Kid Playland. Those are perfect. The rest of it? Well, eh. well, I have another question then. Do you think they turned up the roadside show enough? Where if they went bigger and they went like true, like themed roadside attraction with more attractions or more carnival attractions, uh, more spots for the kids to play, I think. That's my problem with it. I think I think it's 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 kind of this nowhere thing where it's not themed. It's themed, but it's not themed enough. I think they really needed to, if this is the the route they were gonna go, they needed to dive in and totally go for it. I think when you're walking around Animal Kingdom, and, you, and you're walking through the the Africa area of Animal Kingdom, feels like you're in Africa. You get to Asia definitely has an Asian flair. Not necessarily China specifically or Japan or anything like that because Asia is more than just China and Japan. So if you're paying attention, there is a definite difference between the Africa area and the Asia area. And then you get to Dinoland and you just, you don't know what the hell is going on. I would I would guarantee you most of the folks that go into Dinoland with their kids don't realize there's any kind of backstory. So none of that's obvious. I'm not disagreeing, but, like, think about, you know, the dinosaurs that they have on Route 66. Yeah, we, we, we got some on Highway 71 here in Arkansas. 
T-Rex but, ain't got no arms because some asshole broke him off, but he's still sitting <laughs> in the city park. But but that's what I'm saying. So if they went and they didn't just have one giant dinosaur, but a bunch of giant dinosaurs, and they actually, like, did it Disney mm-hmm. and plussed it up and actually, you know, if this is the kind of theme you're going to do, then go for it. Don't just put one big dinosaur and expect everybody to get your story. It doesn't make sense. I think if the main walking path through there was kind of styled to look like a, a road and it there is. were street signs. It is. There fair, are. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not enough. But that's what I'm saying. You're missing yeah. a lot of the theming. The theming's not yeah. big enough. The theming's not grand enough for this area. I, I want to go in there. I want to walk in there and expect to see Pee Wee and Dottie up in the mouth of a dinosaur. Exactly. <laughs> but, that, but you're exactly right. I want garish neon everywhere. I don't want... Yeah. Like, make it work. Make it actually... You want make, it? So you want the Cars Land of Dinoland. Oh, no, no. But I want a Gravitron with, like, the stupid rides. I want, like, you know... The, the zipper. The zipper. You know, that's exactly it. But Disney it up. You know, you can call it something else. Dinosaur shovel or whatever or like the excavator so it's the like shoveled no did or mean something else <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> but no like you're, you can you're, call you're the excavator right. and it can be like the shovel buckets digging the dirt yeah. out i mean there, there's there's things they could have done that i think they missed and these are things that they could still do and realistically doing what you're talking about wouldn't like be a, a, a massive undertaking. Like we're no. not we're we're talking about grabbing just off the shelf carnival attractions, skimming them, and dropping them in place. I mean, we're talking using attractions that get broken down and hauled 150 miles, you know, all summer long. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Basically, um, and you know, I. I don't know how this would work, but if, if you could like incorporate a ticket system that was free for the tickets, but just to get on the ride, that would be really fun. I don't think you would even need a ticket system, though. I, I know, but I just, but, I, I, mean, just I, I like tickets. And then you tickets think about like all the, um, the throw ride effect of it as well. Oh, God, yeah. Listen, I, I'm... I'm 41 years old. I don't think I'd want to get on a zipper these I know days. I would. You couldn't pay me enough to get on a zipper or the salt and pepper shaker things. I couldn't do those anymore. I don't know what those are, Basically, but a, gra- a Gravitron type of ride would be fun down there. But, I mean, you could set up... Listen, we have run-down shopping malls in my town that a carnival comes through three times a year and sets up, and the, the, the footprint they occupy isn't that... Fucking give me the scrambler. Exactly. Make it that line would be longer. <laughs> but you know, but you make it those cheesy rides. You theme it up a little bit different because it is Disney, and it's okay. But I don't think they bought in enough to their own idea here. Nope. I agree with you. I agree. They put a sit-down restaurant up there. Well, it, it's counter service, which is oh, is it? Yeah. But it, does it, it have indoor seating? It has indoor seating, but it's counter okay. service. Well, that's. My brain, if there's indoor seating, my brain says it's a, it's a sit-down restaurant. But, I mean, it also has outdoor seating, too. Right, right. So, I know. I mean, I, so does Space Frog. True. But we won't get into that right now. 
No, it's a different, different, different thing altogether. Yes. Although he would probably fit in just fine in Dino Land USA at this point. Yeah. Compared to whatever else is going on, he is his own ride. We don't work on that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I I agree with you, Adam. Literally, we weren't sitting down to do an armchair imagine here for Dino Land USA. <laughs> but I swear to God, I'm sitting here listening. I think you just fixed the whole spot. And the fact that this would be a gorgeous place to be after dark. That's exactly it. That's, Which that's would what I draw want. some people away from Pandora. Because would... everybody goes to the Moara Valley at night. But when you have this carnival atmosphere with, with the neon and the bright lights and all that stuff going on, it would definitely kind of almost balance the park, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, of an evening. And, well, uh, you also think about you have the ultra high tech on one side and you yeah. have the lower tech on the other. Mm-hmm. No, I. This is, this is perfect, Disney. If you're listening, what? So they can steal another one of my ideas that I won't get credit for. Great. <laughs> but 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 if it fixes Dino Land, I think we're no, okay with I it. I agree. I'm just busting. <laughs> well, I'm gonna reserve my opinion for later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it, and I'll be honest, it's none of the rides that I would go on. But you give me cotton candy. You give me a sausage and pepper stand. You give, you give me all of it. Give me the carnival experience at a Disney park. Yeah. Which isn't that kind of what they have in Disneyland a little bit? Uh, is is the pier anything like that? I've never been. I can only really. assume. Yeah, it if, used if it, to be. Oh, bummer. Because I mean, they have a crazy a crazy mouse at Goofy's Flight School. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, have a lot of carnival wheel. rides. Yeah. Parachute drop. The, the spinny um, temper tantrum. I know that's not what it's called, but <laughs> um, the, uh, the emotional whatever it is for they inside they, out inside thing. out. They called it the um, I want to call it the emotional roller coaster, but I know that's not. The right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the mental breakdown. I well, know. she's she's too young to be going on those emotional roller coasters right now. That's the next movie. It's, it's, it's puberty. It's fine. Riley hits puberty. <laughs> Oh boy, Riley! Hang on, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Well, so you know we've talked about, about that period emotion when that comes in. <laughs> we don't know. We do not want to talk about that. That is not that 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 that's a Pixar short. I don't want to see. Well, they do have Riley goes on her first date. That was a fun short to watch. From the dad's not, perspective, but we don't have Riley hemorrhages. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry drop. Ew. Uh, okay, moving on. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, moving on. Okay. We've talked about Triceratops Ben and Primeval World. We've mentioned the places to eat, and we've talked about digging for dinosaurs and, and the midway rides, but I feel like there's something we haven't discussed. Something's missing about Dino Land. Like, there's something bigger here. So, Oh, you mean tonight, Finding Nemo, the musical? Uh, it is a theater in the wild. <laughs> it is still technically in Dino Land. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it is. It, it is a theater in the wild that happens to be showing Unitard the musical. <laughs> I still like it. Oh, I do too. We, we that was like three episodes ago. I we know. discussed yeah. it. Um, yeah. Tonight we're gonna go 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 back and do something we haven't done in a while. We're gonna bring back our attraction battle, and we're gonna attraction battle out 
the attraction Dinosaur. Adam and I are going to face off against each other. Uh, mano a mano, which is everything I know about Latin. And we're going to try to persuade our judicial system. Ah, I see uh, what you did there. Uh, 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 we call that pandering. <laughs> to, to rule in our favor. So with that, Tim, the courtroom is yours. So for those who don't know, what if we, we do a, a battle attraction, uh, attraction battles, battle attractions, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> battle attractions. It's battle bots. Like it's a knockoff of attraction <laughs> battle. It's battle attraction. It's a generic version. <laughs> like Transformers and GoBots. The battle type. The attractions actually fight each other now. <laughs> that's, that's right. G.I. Joe and G.I. Sam. <laughs> One person has to tuck me into... Why they like the ride and why we should keep it. The other one has to say why it sucks. So, uh, and as as a judge, you're impartial, right? Sure, he I is. Am. I am. Uh, when this comes to this ride, I'm very impartial because I could take it or leave it. So, you make me make me love it or make me hate it. Who wants to uh, who wants to volunteer first? I, you're you're the judge. You decide all this. You're running all this. Right, so shit. Adam, all right, take it away. So what I'm going to start with is not necessarily the outside queue, but the theming around it. They have that little park there where you can actually see some of the dinosaurs if you walk through the trails, which is kind of cool. The actual walk up to the attraction. It's nice looking. It's not the best in the world, but it's decent. But actually, when you actually get in and you get into that queue, you have the fossils. You, you get to look around. You get to explore a little, bit, a little bit. You get to learn a little bit, which is what Disney kind of wanted from a lot of his stuff. Is a place for everybody to go and learn some stuff like Epcot, original Epcot, you know. Just saying. Um... I like the pre-show, as cheesy as it is. It's funny. It's cute. You have Mrs. Huxtable. You have the guy from CSI. I can't remember his name, but it is what it is. And it's just a fun little pre-show, and it fits for this attraction. It makes sense. It's not some of the attractions that we have currently that kind of maybe don't make much sense when you go to sit through the pre-show. And should I continue, or do you want to just talk about pre-show stuff first? This, <clears throat> I don't know. Do you want to do section by section, or you just want to go your whole I think we should then... do section by section to make it a okay. little bit longer. What do you think? Well, you I didn't that. really go section by section. Well, it sucks to be you, then, because well, then I automatically you, win. Because <laughs> you don't have enough Surprise! arguments. You lose. Good day, sir. Seat your way out of the courtroom. Your Honor. I'm not here to sully the reputation of the fine motion picture that is the 20-year-old dinosaur. Far be it from me to try and poke fun at a $127 million kids movie that only grossed $137 million locally. Domestically. Your Honor, if you don't mind, I'd like to address my esteemed colleague and ask the opposing counsel a question. Sure. Counselor Blistein. Have you seen the film Dinosaur? 
Yes, but that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about today because the attraction has nothing to do with the film. Nothing further, Your Honor? <laughs> okay. But as I said, the intellectual property upon I object. which... I the freaking lawyer's grandstanding here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He didn't even do the research. Where's this film that he's trying to reference in this attraction? The only film referenced so far has been by you, Counselor. When I talked about the pre-show and Felicia Rashad, are you trying to tell me the movie that you are discussing right now has Felicia Rashad in it? No. I would just like to enter into evidence, Exhibit A, Countdown to Extinction, which was replaced by the attraction, the atrocity that is Disney's dinosaur attraction. Okay. Again. First off, you have a cue chamber that has some cutesy displays of fossils with info cards and the like. All typical stuff you can find at your local science fair. Really? Yep. I object. What science fair have you gone that had fossils in it? To be quite honest, like three or four growing up. Science fair? Like science school fairs? science like fair? Like school science fairs? Mm-hmm. It's Arkansas. A no listen, wonder. A trilobite anyway. in the Kansas is easy to come by, all right? Now listen. The real disgrace happens in the next room where you not only have a blasphemous globe hanging from the ceiling showing Pangea, a theoretical landmass on it, you get a 20-year-old lecture by Bill Nye, the science has been, so he can tell you a bunch of theories about how these dinosaurs supposedly lived and may have died. I object. Theology has nothing to do with this. Actually, Disney tries pretty hard to keep theology out of the parks. Judge has to, you eject. Judge has to keep, has to make his ruling. Whether it's sustained or overruled. Sustained? I don't know what that means, but I'm going to keep talking. Sustained means I was right. <laughs> okay, then. So you have to take, strike all the theology references off the record. Fine. You have a globe with a theoretical landmass that science has not proven existed they just decided puzzle pieces fit together and made that shape. And they called it Pangea. Then you go into another room where you get this pre-show and you're introduced to a supposed doctor that acts in total contradiction to his supervisor and sends unqualified individuals on a field trip. This level of professional incompetence hasn't been seen since Michael Scott was hired at Dunder Mifflin. Now, all Objection. this aside... I think our poor lawyer here can't tell fiction from reality. Are we not talking about an attraction based on fiction? Um, aren't most attractions based on fiction? There is some true science to this attraction, so... Sustained. Move along. Well, that's really all I got for the pre-show before you get inside. Okay. But, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I got a big dick. <laughs> he also has really big nipples. <laughs> the jury will disregard those last statements. I swear under oath. <laughs> so do I. I've seen them in real life. <laughs> Prosecution rests, Your Honor. Prosecution? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's you're prosecuting the right. Okay, you're defending it. It's your you're plaintiff. Defending. True. Do you even law and order? No. <laughs> Fair. Okay, good. <laughs> he only CSIs. That's how we knew that, the guy was from CSI. Oh. Yes, that's pretty much correct. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to talk about when you actually walk into where you get on your ride vehicles. It has one of the best inside jokes that you will see in any attraction with the chemical compounds for ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. For those who didn't know, that's what's in the tubes above you. You know, it is uh, partly based in fiction because, you know, pretty sure time travel doesn't exist quite yet. But you walk down the steps, you get on your ride vehicle, which is one of the most complex ride vehicles that you can find in the whole Objection. Parts. Okay. Go for it. Where does this stand up against the uh, Banshee seats on Flight of Passage? Oh, the Banshee seats self-moving. Do they actually go down? Do they actually are on wheels? They or are you just kind of hanging there a little bit and moves a little bit up and down? And a lot of that is the film that makes you well, feel like I you're moving I think, more. I think they do move. I think they have a, uh, a bladder in them to swell and retract to simulate breathing. There is something to dispense odors. There is a fan built into it. did to make... I not say one of the... I did not say the most complex, did I? Well, then you're leading the witness. There's a witness? Always. If there's not a witness, this is cut and dry. I win. No, wait. That's not how this works. Nope. nope. Not even close. I win. Can I get a witness? Defense. You have to prove your case. I win. <laughs> Bullshit. No this is America. No You're guilty until proven innocent. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to make your calling, Tom. Overruled. As I was saying, it is one of the most complex ride vehicles, which is actually trackless and has. Uh, its own computer system in each ride vehicle to control the way it moves up and down it with creating the effects do you have anything on your ride vehicles or should I like continue no I didn't I didn't go into um, ride vehicles okay, your because, honor because, you know, because his argument doesn't hold water I say we dismiss this case right now I didn't. I didn't want to go into ride vehicles because this is because just Indiana Jones. Cool. Because yeah, which has set precedent. It has precedence. What precedence? Let's hear this. Because now I'm curious. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Prosecution, are you prepared for this case? You've heard of a public defender, Your Honor? I'm kind of the other side of the <laughs> he's bench. Like, he's like three steps under the public defender. <laughs> no, I'm like the public prosecutor. Uh, this is my, I'll be honest, this is my first case. I, I'm just fresh out of grad school. Um, not, a lot, not a lot of work in Jersey right now, so I'm taking whatever I can get. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And please don't return to my courtroom until you have a proper suit. <laughs> <laughs> Like half the people are going to get that reference. It's fine. <laughs> All right. The attraction itself is was the original thrill ride for this park. It eats adults. I have pictures, evidence to prove this. 
it eats adults? Yes, it panics some adults, grown adults. Exhibit now? A, Kate Smith. Uh, oh well, that you objection. Can't know. <laughs> objection. Sustained. She's she's not a litmus test for this because she screams at the plastic bugs on living with the land. So that evidence has been thrown okay, out. Okay, exhibit B, our nephew Stephen, where he pretty much put his fingers so far into his ears, we're pretty sure he touched his brain. Now, is that from fear or just from being too loud? Oh, no, he was scared. He was scared to death. <laughs> he was also crawling into the bottom of the car. Yeah. Why wasn't this offered up during the discovery portion of our trial? Because um, I'm the defendant. You're the one who has to give discovery. I don't know how this works, Adam. This is, this is my first trial, okay? The worst part, I mean, is like... No win, no fee. So I'm, I'm trying my best here, okay? <laughs> there was no discovery I didn't... This wasn't really discovery I didn't... I didn't discover anything. <laughs> Fine, you know what? I've I've got discovery on mine too then, so ha. Huh? You know you can ask him for all, all his notes and files before the... We don't do show notes, Tim. I know better. <laughs> Come on, I'm still trying to reference my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Adam, let's go shoot Skeet. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's said and done. It's a fun attraction. It is it the best attraction in the world? No, but with some updating of the building out the building's exterior, you have a home run here. There's still a line. It still gets fast pass weights. It's still a people eater with that long attraction with even Pangea. It ain't Pandora. It's not Pandora. Well, Pandora doesn't really exist. Neither does Pangea. Next. How do you know? How do you know it does? There's more evidence that it did at one time than there isn't. At one time. Because of the way animals are dispersed across the globe. Pixar didn't happen. Pixar it didn't happen. There are drawings. <laughs> okay. But you're accepting... You're accepting Pandora over Pangea. No, I'm saying I know Pandora is a work of fiction. All right, what about Peter Pan? Peter Pandora? Peter Pangea? Which one? Peter Pan. That's work Everest. of fiction. Everest is real, the Yeti's not. <laughs> if it was real, it would move. It's really still. It's really disco <laughs> It's having a rave. That's... that's it. It's Rave Randy. It's the Rave Yeti. <laughs> Your Honor, the defense is obviously crazy with power right now. <laughs> crazy with power. The attraction itself is a good attraction. It's a dark ride. It's a dark thrill ride. And that's the only way you can describe that. It, it, it is on the dark side, but you get to see the dinosaurs that flash up real quick. It scares the average adult. I've seen a lot of people have breakdowns on it. Not just Kate Smith, but others. So. I'm going to sit down. Thank you, counsel. The charges that the district attorney is bringing against this Discovery, attraction. I didn't even know there were charges. 
Why would we having a case if there were no charges? Well, I need to know the charges. Well, you should have read the header. <laughs> you of just said your we don't files. do show notes. There you go. <laughs> Listen, I am the assistant to the assistant to the assistant district regional manager attorney. Okay, <laughs> regional manager attorney. What does that make me? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it, it makes me essential today. <laughs> Because nobody else was coming. <laughs> <laughs> the, f the the first charge we levy against this attraction is it's too damn dark. Why are you afraid of the dark? You would think a ride taking place during a meteor shower, there would be a hell of a lot more light. But you get on this ride and objection. Mr. Wiesenhunt is assuming that he would know what a meteor shower would look like in prehistoric ages. Your Honor, I have seen foul footage of meteors entering the Earth's atmosphere in Russia within the last five years, and it is bright enough to cause the camera sensor and, to go black. And how much of a... Is that the actual... When it's at Earth level or when it's entering the atmosphere? It is only entering the atmosphere. It is still that bright. Pixar, it didn't happen. I can, I can pull up a fucking video. Because <laughs> it blew Overruled. windows out in Russia. But anyway. You get on this ride, and... All you really get a chance to see is the shifting of shades and shadows. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Maybe we Objection. should ask Dr. Seeker. What Objection. are you objecting to? He only has one good eye. Do you only? Yes, and if, <laughs> no. I have two eyes that register differences in light. Yes, but you can't see out of one of them, so you can't see if it's shadows or actual things. <laughs> False. Even a blind person can tell when a shade falls across their eyes. No. A blind yes. person. And even not the sun always. shines on a dog's ass. Hot. Anyway. <laughs> Are you arguing that you think it has enough light to see everything happening? If even Indiana Jones, which you brought up in, as reference, doesn't. Indiana Jones is just as dark. Indiana Jones, sir, is not on trial. You referenced that you brought it up. I did not. And it was sustained you or objectified know, or nope, something. You brought up the attraction, so therefore I can Number talk two, about it. <laughs> it is too damn loud. Oh, his poor, poor ears. Now, maybe this is some weird daredevil sense or something, since you're visually blind throughout the entire ride and your ears become super sensitive. I don't know. It doesn't help sell the story to me. Maybe the ride vehicles are too loud and it covers it all up. Maybe the animatronics squeak. Dinosaurs are old. But... <laughs> That's maybe ageism, I'm, sir. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'm just, you know what? Hey, speaking of ageism, maybe I'm just an ornery old man. Maybe I'm an ornery old man named Karen, and I think Alidor needs to stay off my lawn. But I think this attraction is too damn loud. Get off let, my lawn. Let the animatronics scare me, not the noise. And speaking of animatronics, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Charge number three. This attraction relies a lot on the animatronics to tell their story, otherwise it fails completely. Um, objection. 
almost every attraction relies that has animatronics relies on the animatronics to tell the story. Yes. And every time that happens, people complain. And work gets done on them, but not here. Um, According like to my research, which I didn't do. Like what? <laughs> he just told you he didn't do the research. Okay, so, so, so you're Move lying, on. sir. Good day. <laughs> That's good. You're lying in a I'll court of law. Hold your contempt in court. <laughs> Like I said, your arguments are invalid. You lose. A good day, sir. Listen, anywhere you have... I've heard too many people say that sometimes the animatronics come out scary and sometimes they don't. It's a, a sp- uh, hi, and it's okay when freaking Peter Rabbit doesn't want... Um, freaking Brer Rabbit doesn't want to move? <laughs> I'm no, joking. It's not. But we're not battling Splash no, but Mountain. You, your point is that the animatronics don't work and that they get fixed relatively quickly in other attractions. I can tell you, sir, that is a fallacy that you made up because I can't tell you how long Peter Rabbit did... Um, keep on calling Peter Rabbit. Brad Rabbit you did do. not move in... until, like, I think the most recent refurbishment in Splash Mountain. He just stood there and it was all, like, janky and broken looking. At least in the dark, you can't see the janky and broken animatronic. So you agree that it's too dark? I did not say that. I didn't say it was too dark. I just said it's perfect dark enough so that it hides some of the issues that the attraction may have. Because of its age? No. What are you trying to say? I'm old? What I'm saying is anywhere you have a lot of lights in this attraction... Something should be happening because they're lighting up an action sequence. And if the dinosaur is not moving, then that sequence falters. You see a static dinosaur when perhaps it's supposed to move a little bit. Actually, and usually they shut off the light if it's not working. Fair enough. If the light, if the dinosaur is not working, then I'm no better off right, than so little Timmy up, on Isla Nublar waiting for Dr. Grant to, to show comment. him a dinosaur. Nope, because then I have to take an objection to the comment you made before because the story then goes on with the soundtrack. It doesn't necessarily rely on the animatronic to tell the story, now does it? Yes. How? If, if the storyline is given through the audio cues and the lighting cues, that's not relying on the animatronic. That's I am not, on I am not paying Disney ticket prices for an audiobook, sir. That's not what I that's not what you said. You said that the story was driven by the animatronics. Yes. If the story is not driven by the animatronics because the lighting cues and it's too dark and the audio cues actually tell you what you're looking at, if I remember, recall correctly. But if you can't see what you're looking at, you're listening to an audiobook on a bumpy-ass car. Can I ask, have you ever heard of an attraction called Sounds Dangerous? Uh, I think I know someone got a handy on it. Who? You don't remember that episode? We have a whole episode about it, Adam. <laughs> we have a whole episode joking. about it. I don't have their names. <laughs> But, but have you, so, the suffice whole to say they went Paul Rubens. was the whole fact that your audio cue, you take more sense from your audio cues sometimes than what you actually see. But if you, if, 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 if your defense is that you have to have the audio when the visual doesn't work. And is it every animatronic that work, breaks down all at the same time? 
No. Would you notice that you're missing a dinosaur from a certain scene if you've wrote it before? If you haven't wrote it before? Potentially not. So? So is that a defense for missing out on a part of the attraction? If you don't know what's missing, how would you know? Well, that's that's not a very good business model, Your Honor. Um, have you seen Disco Yeti? He's still there. He's still there, and nobody knows any different. I've known different. I saw the Yeti moon. It was a totally different attraction. Just saying. I just like the point of the fact that Disney built this attraction. They worked this attraction in with the expectation that their animatronics would fail. So there are not one, but two Carnotauruses at the sequence where you would get your photo taken. So if the first one failed, the second one would be right behind it to make sure they got a good picture of you freaking out and screaming. I would say that's pretty ingenious. I would say a correction on that. I would actually think that's a benefit. I would think that's planning for failure, which is really never a benefit. Well, you always have to have a plan B. You always have to have a state a show B. Um, the the biggest new animatronic that they put in recently in your precious Pandora has two. I, There's two I, of her that they can swap out. There's she, a difference between swapping out and you know not shutting the ride down to move something. They you just don't know. They don't have to attraction. shut it down to. Activate B mode. You don't know that. No, you, I'm sure somebody just hits me, Control Alt Delete. Show me the receipts. No, show me the show me the operating book. <laughs> yeah. That you know that they don't have to shut it down to switch the mode. That is proprietary. Okay then. So I cannot disclose that information. But you I have had seen that information, it. Information, sir. Right. You are a liar and a cheat. That is not very supportive. I, I'm not supposed to be supportive. I'm against you right now. <laughs> For a state-of-the-art attraction that is carbon copied off of another attraction an entire coast away. State-of-the-art? Do you realize how old this attraction is? Oh, so you acknowledge the attraction is out of its prime. Yes. What? And there hmm. aren't other attractions that are out of their prime? You seem to be wanting to point fingers everywhere besides no, your defendant. I'm just trying to make a point. And those attractions... Um, and how old is um, Everest? I have no clue. Okay, but that's been broken down for how long now? Almost a year after it's been... Less than a year after, so yeah. six months. So because something's old and might have a few issues, but still giving entertainment value to people, we should close it and get rid of it? I think that uh, Everest that's is case, giving... That's stop doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Everest is giving far more entertainment, I think, than Dinosaur is. No, they both have about the same wait times recently. None. No, I'm just <laughs> Well, to be fair, uh, nothing has a wait time right now in Disney World. No, I couldn't help myself. I don't know. It was a I, I bad still think, joke, and I, I had to take it. I still think there are boarding groups being put into Rise of Resistance. <laughs> it was a bad joke, and I couldn't help myself. But all joking aside, Everest and Dinosaur usually have a very similar wait time right now. If, if, if you know, you have evidence to back that up, then I will not contest it. 
In conclusion, Your Honor, I'm doing my closing. Closing statements. Statements here. Which means he can't object during closing. He's just got to sit and listen. Those are the rules. I've read it. I've watched a lot of Law and Order. That's what happens. <laughs> you made up every other law, but all of a sudden I can't object. <laughs> you cannot rule in favor of this reminding of this ride remaining as it is today. This is an open and shut case of neglect. The plaintiff needs treatment that unfortunately it's just not getting. Listen, I know it's hard to condemn an intellectual property whose only competition is quite literally a horrible yet rather accurate copy of itself that only runs seasonally, but the facts are the facts, and I'll close with this. The dinosaur attraction in Animal Kingdom is a public hazard. Having been the last ride before a man lost consciousness and then died of a heart attack and has a tendency to openly carry handguns. But then again... These aren't theories like Pangea. Those are facts. Thank you very much. He brought up a few things in his closing remarks. He neglects... He brought up somebody bringing a handgun in. I guess he doesn't realize that somebody actually shot a bullet in the haunted mansion in California and is actually still showing the bullet hole in the glass. Should we close the haunted mansion then too because somebody brought a gun on? Sorry. Not sorry. It's actually in the ballroom scene if you haven't seen it. But, yep, it's an actual bullet shot. It's an actual hole from a bullet. He says that people have died on this ride. People die every day. Or ride adjacent. How did we say it before? I can't remember. It was really fucking Murder funny. Adjacent. Murder adjacent. That's what it was. It was really funny. I had to fucking figure out how to put it in. But people have been murdered adjacently from this attraction. Not really murder. It's more like homicide. I wouldn't it, call it even homicide. It was heart failure. It but. was heart failure. He actually had an artificial pacemaker. And it actually, in the warnings for this particular attraction, says if you have any kind of heart conditions, you probably shouldn't ride it. He got it from Wish.com. <laughs> oh, God. It took it 12 years to get here. It probably had the COVID in it. <laughs> First face of COVID right there. <laughs> so, Your Honor, this attraction still gives joy to plenty of people. People enjoy being scared. People enjoy the jump scare of you now and then. People enjoy the loud noises. I don't think he has a case to stand on. Because he obviously did not prepare enough to fight against me on this. You lose. Good day, sir. We have ridden this attraction multiple times. With various people. Even just to watch their reaction on it. The rewritability factor increases at that point because you know where the scare points are. And you want to see what they're going to do. I can't tell you how funny I've seen some of those pictures when that Carnotaurus pops out. And we still talk about those pictures to this day. And it brings you back and it brings memories back. And can you really put a price on a memory? If it closes an attraction like this? 
I think Disney gets about 150 bucks for a price on a memory for memory photo, maker, yeah. Photo pass. Photo pass so, memory maker. <laughs> I guess you can. And the but, price is 150 but bucks. Saying, but, but even if you looked at that picture like when you were going out or you just saw it and you didn't necessarily buy it, but you shared it with your friends and family and you're not allowed to talk, this is my closing remarks. I rest. Is that closing remarks? I'm going to rest, yeah. <laughs> so he gets on to me for talking as he's finished. <laughs> he's he's already already my train talking. of thought. I did not write notes like you said. I, I didn't derail it. I was hoping. I forgot the best part. This attraction. Oh, you, you said you were done. I changed my mind. You, you were done. This attraction continues after the ride. Because this is one of the ones that if you watch the screens, you actually see the Iguanodon warming the halls in the video. Just nope, you're finished. I, I did. I, I, I did. You're I, finished, sir. Sit down. I said good day, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, court is in recess. Well, I retire to my chambers to make my decision. I can't see what. Court is now back in session. He's asking us to stand up. What kind of bullshit is this? This isn't a Catholic service. No, then we'd have to be kneeling too. Yeah, then oh, I was. Never mind. I'll... Sit, stand, kneel. Sit, stand, kneel. Who's kneel? Why am I sitting Who? and standing on him? Who is stand? <laughs> so after carefully considering, you're out of order. <laughs> you're out of order. But hold your contempt. After carefully considering the remarks given by both counsel, you can't it is the opinion the of this court that the prosecution did not provide burden of proof for their case. Thus, this court rules in favor of the defendant. I'm That's filing a an appeal. Stupid Judy, stupid energy, <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> The appellate court will not hear your argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
I'll take it to Supreme Court. I'm tight with Clarence. <laughs> you would be. So was Anita. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay, Tim. So make sure you check your all coke the, for people, all guys. That, all that being said, do you have any like positive things about this ride, Mikey? Positive things about the ride? I love dinosaurs. Like I said, I wanted to do. I wanted to be the bad guy. Which I don't know. I really think some people think that I was trying to be the hero to get rid of it, but I am one of the few people that I, honest to God, know that have a seen and remember the movie and b really enjoyed it. Like I, I enjoyed it for not because of it being a Disney movie. Fun fact: this movie was actually developed back in the '80s, and it was developed by Phil Tippett. Who, if you watch Jurassic Park, he's listed in the credits as the dinosaur handler. Good hmm. job, Phil. People died. But yeah, he was that. Uh, this was kind of his brainchild from like '84, basically. And it took a long time for Disney to get it greenlit and get a director on. And really, this didn't come to fruition until the BBC had their Walking with Dinosaurs series where they were able to show what would happen if you filmed live-action location and set pieces and then put CG dinosaurs in there and made it look like they were interacting with it and it added a whole different level of realism to the film. So that's what Disney did here, and I love the film, A, from a technical standpoint, and B, the story's kind of fun. It's got a little bit of humor. It's got a little bit of thrill. It's got the Carnotaurus, which I didn't know was even a thing, which it's may not really, really dark. And well, the original actually, the original it was a lot more lit. Yeah, no, it seems the, like the, it was. I remember it being brighter in there the first time I went on it. I mean, I'm talking about the original story oh, for dude. for the film was dark. Yes, but then Disney got a hold of it and said, "Let's put some horny lemurs in there," and they made it funny. No, same wrong. Yes, no. I thought it was the lemur was what is it called? Wasn't that the lemur in Ice Age? No, no they, they had a different kind of lemur. That's sloth. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he was a sloth. Dinosaur had the lemurs. Um, I don't remember this movie. <laughs> understandably. One was called the Love Monkey. He was weird, he was ugly, and he was trying to uh, hook up during mating season, which is how the movie opens. But uh, because I have forever loved dinosaurs... This kind of has a soft spot in my heart just because it's dinosaur-related. I don't think it's really great dinosaur-related stuff. Like, I've seen better things in the traveling dinosaur shows you see at, like, your local museums and stuff like that. Um, but it's the only dinosaurs you're going to see on property, you know. Really, it is. So if, if that's what your kid is into, you're going to have to go see this. I think the Rotunda area um, should be updated a little bit. I definitely think the Bill Nye video should be updated because that is forever and a day old. Um, I do agree that it is cool to see these fossils. Uh, they're, I mean, fossils are not as hard to get your hands on as the public really believes they are. I've done Keep research. Growing up in New York, we're not getting fossils, okay? Yeah, I mean, down here, <laughs> I mean, and not a lot, like I can go in my backyard and find fossils, but like if you know where to go online to get fossils, you you can get trilobites, coelacanth, and shit like that all day long. Every time there's a craft fair runs through here, 
Someone's got trilobites. Someone's got some Archaeopteryxes. Uh, not the actual bones, but like the impression of the fossil. Um, so, but I, no, I, I don't hate the ride. I think it has plenty of opportunities to be improved. I would like to see more of what's going on. I know that it's dark because it hides apparatus. Everything. Yeah, okay? it hides a lot. But if you want me to feel like I'm in the Jurassic, the Cretaceous, whatever period Disney decides that these iguanodons lived in, then I want to feel it. I want to feel like that's where I am. And I think that the ride kind of fails on delivering that to me because I'm still on a 20-year-old ride. I think that the tech today could really knock it out of the park, but that's not what Animal Kingdom is. That's what's down the road. Well, I just want to say, like, I feel that Ellen's Energy Adventure did a better job of taking me into that spot than this attraction does. Never ridden on it. I've seen videos, and I got to say I agree. It's it's a little bit better lit. It's not that it's better lit. Not by much. It is super dark in there. Sit a little and bit. to be fair, the failure rate on the animatronics in Ellen's Energy Adventure was higher. Yes, it's significantly so. higher. But it still made that environment better. I'm of the opinion that it's done. I'm not going to lie. I, the more I try to fight for this, the more I realize I had to fight really hard for it. Because it is it old. Is. It's long in the tooth. The animatronics don't work the scary one that comes out of the ceiling works half the time i just it, it's missing something now it, it needs a lot of help i think, I the, think biggest... the pre-show and the queue is more interesting than the attraction actually is and For i me. think the, the biggest failure there or problem there is it is an it's based on an ip that domestically didn't perform really that well. Especially <laughs> considering it was up... I mean, it wasn't like up against Jurassic Park because that was in between Jurassic Park and things right now. But like right now, you have a couple different Jurassic Park um, attractions, rides, meets, whatever you want to say, over at Universal. Disney has two dinosaur movies. Dinosaur... And the good dinosaur. And the good dinosaur would not work as a thrill attraction in any scope of the imagination. No. Uh, well, I mean, but here's my question. Does it have to be a thrill attraction? I mean, No, it, it, it doesn't. And, and if you want to make it not a thrill attraction, you have to reprogram the ride and add more lights. Well, again, we just, I, in my opinion, this has to go. In my honest heart of hearts, it, it's time. It's dated. The technology's not there. Universal is doing it better at this point, and I they, don't. Th- I, I don't think this makes sense. They've got a. They've. They have got a much stronger IP. No, it, it has nothing to do with the IP. <laughs> well, it's yeah. just the attraction itself. The, I think the whole land itself needs to go. I I like the idea of having a dinosaur era land, but they I think it, it does smart. Yeah, it doesn't need to be, you know, uh, hokey the way it is right now. Either go full hokey. Exactly. I, yeah, no, I disagree. I don't. I'm, I think it needs to go full smart because it it doesn't fit with the theming of the rest of the park. I agree. The rest of the park is all about conservation and awareness, and then here you have this carnival section. You have this. 
you know, state fair type theme to this dinosaur land, and it just doesn't fit the theme of the rest of the park. It it just dumbs down the whole park for me. Yeah, yeah. When you get there, it, you were hundred percent right. It dumbs everything down until you get to Nemo, the musical, and that kind of yep. brings it up a little bit. But yeah, you don't. There's there's nothing intellectual happening here, short of the hands-on experience kids could have uncovering part of a fossil in right. a synthetic sand pit. But even that, there's, it's fleeting. It's just turning your kids loose in a playground, in a playland, in a McDonald's playland, basically. There's no, there's no hands-on. If, if you well, were going to there have... Is a, there's a dug spot there. There's the um, adventure, the explorer's spot there that well, will I mean, go yeah. into that with you. I was going to... Oh, they will? Yes. Oh, okay, yep. I didn't know that. Yes. It's part of the, the wilderness, wilderness, explorers, wilderness explorers thing. Yeah, if you have... If there is... There are a few spots in Dinosaur Land that they will discuss a lot of the dinosaur stuff with you. But that's why I would much rather see this go a little bit more highbrow and take some of the fantasy elements out we, i agree yeah take take all the kitschiness out uh, i mean just, it would be tough to make it feel like you went back in time when you walk into that area but you could make it feel like an authentic paleontological dig exactly. site or something and, like and, that and you know you know you want to make that and you make it university because that's how they kind of discovered all this and this university came yep. in and like then make it a university make it more along the lines of Spaceship Earth. Not so much this kitschy kind of silliness. You know, for, for about three or four weeks in the summer, Dorney Park will do a dinosaur... Encounter thing. Encounter thing. Where you walk through the woods and they have large animatronic dinosaurs on this path. It's like a 5 or $10 extra thing. If Dorney Park can do something like that think what disney could do if they they built a whole jurassic forest you know through this section of the the park and really made it more about knowledge and science and more less about you know hey let's give hester and jester some coins and pop some balloons or squirt some water in a clown's mouth it just doesn't fit oh it's dinosaurs alive and i know it it, there's there's a few parks around the country that actually have this kind of exhibit. But it, it's so much more interesting. And the, and the other problem is the stuff that we're learning right now doesn't necessarily match the stuff that's in the attraction. No, that, yeah, that's that's another thing. That's why I mentioned, you know, the Bill Nye thing has kind of got yeah. to be up, updated. And I know when this came out 20 years ago he had his morning show on abc on saturdays so obviously mm-hmm. that's why he's involved in the disney thing and i think he was on the uh, energy adventure too wasn't he yes so yeah. n- now he's a keyboard warrior on twitter but um he's always been a keyboard he's always been a keyboard he, warrior it that that whole thing needs to that pre-show needs to be updated because that that's a quick thing that you can change actually yeah, but even the dinosaurs that we have right now are not making sense. Well, they are based off the film, so that's that's why they are the way they are. No, but ev- but that's what but that's the problem. It, it, if you're gonna have this serious thing about it, then you kind of have to, and especially if you're bringing Donald in with that bird thing, 
you know, some of the dinosaurs they're saying might have been feathered. And you need to you need to link this together so that it's more cohesive and it's just not there. It's not. And that, I mean, not not that Disney has never done something like that before where things are just like, ah, what is but this is like it's just it's it's, it's so glaring whenever mm -hmm. if you take a step back, okay? Like we go there with our kids because I love me some dinosaurs. Um they're a little too old to go play in the playground area now. But we'll do the ride. And I've got the photo of Boston's first time riding it. When, you know, the dinosaur pops out. He's looking over there like, and the look on his face is like, hmm, that's a thing happening. There's there's no fear, excitement, <laughs> joy. There's no emotion. You know, it it is right on par with Smiley. It, 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 he, <laughs> like, he's just over there looking at it like... I, I mean, I, I it, like like a guitar hanging on the wall. That's what he's looking at when he sees it, and he has never seen the traction before, so it 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 didn't spook him in the least. And I don't know how he felt afterwards. The fun part, the ride vehicle does jostle you around every which way. It is truly very um, technologically advanced yeah. as as far as a trackless ride vehicle is. I think that's where the technologically advanced part of this ride kind of stops, though, because the, the animatronics yeah. you see are just cut and dry. I mean, when you for look the most at part, that that I well, mean, it's just even the old school pneumatic animatronics. It just it, even it needs updated. Yeah, Disney should abandon the IP and well, make this. Well, they still have the Iguanodon and the Carnotaur and, and, right, and stuff like that. Right, but those are actual dinosaurs. I mean, it's just... They they kind of... They don't even discuss that it was based on the IP anymore. They don't, It's not even mentioned. So it's, they, it's named after it. That's it. So it was Splash Mountain's named after the movie Splash. Where's the connection there? Is it? Yes. But it says Mountain figure it out i have no idea but that's that's the whole reason why splash mountain got built was because of splash the movie i thought it was because of daryl hannah's ass that too fair but enough that was in the movie it was it was <laughs> that was one of those films when you were you were watching it you're like pg okay kids let's watch this you're like oh no <laughs> it's okay mom she kept her legs closed real tight i couldn't see anything it's okay, Mom. She's a mermaid. She's not human. Right? It, it, it's a cloaca. That's all it is. And now Disney gave her a butt mullet. They did. See, I think the coolest thing for me for this ride is the fact that, I mean, right outside you have a replica of Sue. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, but that's The largest T-Rex skeleton. That's science. Bring, some, bring more of that in. But I'm a nerd at that point too. When I'm really looking at it, it it's I'm not. I love thrill rides. Don't get me wrong. I will go on almost any roller coaster that's around. At the same token, I don't go to Disney to experience a roller coaster. I don't necessarily. I would like a mild thrill. I don't need it to be crazy. Drop your draw thrills. And. If this is the kind of stuff they turn out when they're trying to do a throw ride, maybe they shouldn't. 
Well, 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago, I mean, this was considered a thrill. When it was Indiana even, Jones. But Indiana Jones holds up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Indiana Jones is a damn good attraction. I would go on Indy. I would wait on yeah. Indi- I would wait for that attraction every time. Now, it, do you, would you wait for it because of the attraction or because it is a stronger Both. IP the it attraction is, sh- is no, based on? It is just a stronger story. Yeah. The story of the attraction, and it's throughout Adventureland. It's not just the attraction. If you ever listen to some of the um, ride audios for... Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. The Q audio actually mentions the attraction. So it, it's just stuff it, like that. And even on the attraction, sometimes some of the skippers will mention it. Yeah. It all ties together. Whereas, I mean, Dinosaur is pretty much a standalone thing in this hodgepodge mess that they call the Midway. Yeah, it's just the Midway. And I honestly think the reason why we got the Midway is because this attraction, when it was built 20 years ago, just blew the budget. I I, I honestly, just the way that ride vehicle moves is enough to know that that cost a small fortune. Back when it was Countdown to Extinction? Yep. Yeah. It, it feels like a lot of the money was drained out really quick. Like, I figure we would have got Triceratops Spin and Primeval World anyway, but the rest of the land that would have brought it together is missing. Is, is, is just not there. And it's like, eh, ski ball ring toss. Mm hmm. Which, again, I. Giant lactating dinosaur. I'm, I'm going I'm to say. The lact, but you see, the cheesy. I like the cheesy of the lactating dinosaur. I like that. I enjoy that. There's not enough of that. Yeah, like like we said, you either got to go all the way in, mm-hmm. or totally the other way, and yeah. they're they're horribly trying to walk the line between the two and failing on both sides. But that's it. it you can't half-ass this kind of thing. You have to either buy into your fakeness and buy into the cheese factor or you have to buy into the serious you can't it this just doesn't it fails because yeah. it can't figure out who it is yeah. it's an identity crisis you have got to <laughs> completely tear down dinosaur and put some cheesy carnival rides in or or leave it the way it dinosaur. is and fix the rest of the land because when you think about the show building that is dinosaur Leave dinosaurs. If you want to keep this theme, then make that a university. You you spent all this money on becoming an accredited zoo, pretty much, as in the zoological society. Why wouldn't you do that for the same thing for history for dinosaurs? Yeah. Why don't That's you get some of these traveling exhibits in this building and have that for your locals to come in and see? I know they have this type of thing at, um, well, I say I know that. I, I think they got it at, at Universal, but I see it a lot with these traveling dinosaur exhibits and stuff like that where you have the person in the, the realistic-looking costume mm-hmm. walking around like the dinosaurs and stuff like that. Could you imagine a walk-through trail similar to Maharaja Jungle Trek or something like that but you've got people out there in these dinosaur things walking around. Granted, I don't know how that would work budget-wise because it would be a costumed cast member all day long. But you don't have to do that either because 
Dorney Park, our little park here in Pennsylvania, has got it down with their dinosaurs. Yeah. You you could you could basically have mostly animatronics and like three or four people in those outfits. Just just yeah, to exactly. add a Every sense of realism. Yep. Um run across the trail in front of you to really freak you the hell out. And then you actually have like the other thing that Tim didn't mention about that Dorney Park experience is that you actually have they're not cast members. I don't know what they call them at Dorney Park, but you actually have people who know about the dinosaurs that are willing to talk to you about them. Same thing like you have in Maharaja. Excuse me. Same thing that like you have in the in all this. It just it feels like a mess. Mm-hmm. It's it's a typical money rent out situation. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. All right, we need to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> our short show has already turned into over an hour, almost an hour and a half. So. We don't have half show shows anymore. That's that's what we're good at, though, is, <laughs> is, is keeping it running. Okay, well, obviously the three of us seem to be on the same page that a dinosaur land, dino land of some kind, fits just fine within the concept of Animal Kingdom. But what we have now... Needs work to to make it what the rest of the park is, and I, I think that's where we have this this disconnect because it just it just doesn't fit. And so much of that park, even the even the part of the park that is completely fictional, still kind of sort of fits. Yeah, kind of. Well, there was always supposed to be a fictional part, but that's. The story yeah, we well, discussed a few times. The conservation part of it fits. Yeah, and the yeah. conversation. Yeah, exactly. The conservation story does fit. I mean, e- even the way it looks fits. What, what what's going on over there? Maybe it's, I. I never noticed there was a road going through it. When I said, "Hey, there should be a road going through it," apparently there is. So it's not obvious enough for me what's happening there, and that is a huge miss for Disney. If I can't figure out what the background story is or I have an idea why it is the way it is, then you've, you've, you've missed somewhere because I can usually figure shit like that out. I mean, the other thing is, I can think is that they tried to shove in too much story. Yeah. When you look at attractions like Haunted Mansion where people actually created the own story. There wasn't a cohesive story for Haunted Mansion. People in... Um, through the Disney community, actually created a lot of that story for it. So and th- th- this is an entire land. I think that's what gets me the most, is they call it a land, and it just seems to fall short of being what I would consider a land to be. Into. When you have Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Adventureland, and all those other lands in Magic Kingdom, and you get to Dino Land, and it just... It falls flat. It does, so... All right, well, guys, uh, good show. I, you know, understand that the the judge has ruled in favor of the defendant here, but I, I would like, I, I'm excited to see how the Court of Public Appeals, nope, Court of Public Opinion feels about this particular uh, case. Uh, I think I may win the public opinion vote. You're going to win the public opinion to vote because we all just bashed it for the last half hour. <laughs> I would like to think that we have the majority of our active participants in these polls and votes are mature individuals and wouldn't just immediately vote based off of that. They would see both sides of it. 
with that said, I will take the victory. <laughs> Cheating son of a bitch. I know, a lot of people, I think a lot of the group likes this ride. So. I, I th there's nothing wrong with the ride itself, I guess. I, I can't well, say that. We're have a pop-ups poll for last weekend. Yeah, well, it, it'll, it'll come out. Well, because the show hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it, it, it'll come out. It's been a, been a, it's been a Monday. Yes, that he said he was going to stop editing on Mondays. Well, I lie a lot. I know. <laughs> Speaking of lying a lot, Tim, you got any closing remarks? Oh, damn. I don't wow. know what that means. I don't know. I was trying to segue <laughs> something, and it came out, and much like Dino Land, it fell flat. All right, well, then here's a life for you. I really enjoyed recording the show tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, it was actually a great show. I do... I do like the ride, but I just think it it it's past its time. It needs to it needs to go. It needs to change. Like I mean, like the ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise. Although it's kitschy, it's still a holdover for when McDonald's sponsored the ride. It no longer fits. The whole area of the park is doesn't know what it wants to be. If it's going to be serious or funny, so I just think it needs to go. It needs to change. Good answer. Somebody else could take housekeeping this week. Because I stole it from Adam last week. Oh, well, Adam. Housekeeping. Are you going to keep the house? I am going to keep the house. Um, run Disney. If you have signed up for the virtual races, they started this month, I think. Not quite sure. I know I signed up for them. So we don't have any hard dates set. Do we? I thought we did, and then I looked for them, and I couldn't find them. I really hope you're not looking at me for an answer. Because no, <laughs> Stephanie and Jen was supposed to pick a date for May. So keep an eye. Yeah. So it hasn't been. There hasn't been a hard date yet because we're still all social distancing and all that nonsense. But hopefully soon we will have a hard date for that May 5K. Um. Let us know how you're doing in the three sheets running group. Keep in touch with all of us. We're all getting through it together. Yeah, hopefully this will be done sooner than later. We have our sheet up coming up in August. So far, nothing has changed for that. We're still trying to keep it there. Same thing with November and be at Buffafa. So we will see each other again soon. We just got to get through this rough patch. And that's all I got. And if you want to see each other again before that, feel free to ask, hey, who has a Zoom or a Skype? Because on the Facebook group, somebody somewhere wants to talk to someone else. That's, that's not even an exaggeration. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Adam, you mentioned, I, I want to say we've even had some sheeters already finish their virtual series right, on the finish line group. okay? They are. <laughs> and, and that is not what Three Sheets is all about. <laughs> You're making the rest of us look bad. Take it down about 20% this early day. <laughs> um, but aside from that, uh, everything that Adam said with the upcoming events and um, just pay attention because, you know, we, we, we try to have something online happening as often as possible, whether it's by one of the three of us or by another sheeter. Uh there's something going on every weekend it seems whether it you know Shan has been doing mixology classes uh, I had a horrible karaoke session <laughs> that ended with Biz Markey 
Oh, you, God. You got oh, what yeah. I need. I have got the audio file. I saved it, actually. I was... Oh, God. Bob Boyle who, who, said, who hey, it? let's... Bob. Oh. It's Bob Boyle who wanted to end on... I, was, I wanted to end on Don't Stop Believing, but Bob was quicker on the trigger <laughs> and started rolling Biz Markey, of which he only wanted to sing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody ever know anything else but the chorus? Oh, she's just a friend. What's up with that? <laughs> I know it's a lyric. I just don't know where it goes. Adam, I tell you right now, Adam knows more of the song than those who were left to sing it. So thank you to everybody who joined that. Oh, and um, you know, we'll we'll try to do it again sometime. It'll again, it'll be Zoom since we kind of got that sort of halfway figured out, and it worked out okay. But thanks for joining us tonight, as uh, Adam did his best to defend dinosaur and I obviously succeeded in uh, prosecuting it. Uh, it it is extinct as far as I'm concerned there will be no appeal on my end the court is adjourned remember this is not goodbye this is see you real soon so thank you for good good nope thank you for thank adult you for good night <laughs> thank you for good thank night you for your good nights. and adult everybody Ciao. Money's on end table, cupcake. <laughs> Talk to you all later. <laughs> and thank you. He's just a friend. He's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby.